The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys. Oh, wow. You can hear you loud and clear. This is great. All right, we uh, have an exciting episode in store. We've mentioned this before on our podcast a little bit about the Sensor Push product that we really believe in, but today we have a representative from Sensor Push with us named uh, Jonathan Cousins. So we're super excited about that. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. My pig handler's on it. And the quirky tip of the day is Sensor Push. <laughs> yes. And guys, we're doing something really cool on this episode, and I'll get to the details a little bit um, later, but we're doing a comment like, and share with this episode exclusively. So for two weeks, you're going to have the ability to comment on this episode, like it, and share it. And this is for our Facebook watchers um, and listeners only. So if you're listening on you know, Spotify or Apple or something, that's awesome. But head on over to the Canine Healing Facebook page. And throughout that comment, like, and share, we're going to actually give you the ability to win some of these awesome products for free. And I'm going to ship them right to your door. So we'll get more to that. But bottom line, comment, like, and share, even if you're not going to listen to another second or so, but you really want to stick in here and learn about Jonathan and the sensor push. So yeah, Jonathan- you want to learn about what this product does for you as it relates to your dogs. Yeah, this is yeah. a great product for dog owners. We love this. So Jonathan comes to us um, from New York and welcome, Jonathan. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> All right, perfect. So um, why don't you just give our viewers a little bit of an idea of what the product is to begin with? Because we have a few things on the table here and we've talked about it briefly in passing in other episodes, but we haven't really delved into all the major benefits and how it can work. Sure. Well, it's a uh, digital wireless uh, thermometer and hygrometer, so it can measure temperature and humidity. And, uh, you know, it, it uses uh, for its wireless kind of a, a, a very common uh, communication uh, method called Bluetooth. And, you know, we're all familiar with Bluetooth because we have headsets and speakers around our house and stuff. Um, this uses sort of a, a newer version of that called Bluetooth LE or, or Bluetooth 4.0 or higher. And what that allows it to do is have a lot more range than you would with, say, like a Bluetooth speaker. So just because there's not as much data that you need to transfer to read temperature and humidity as you normally would with, say, a sound system or streaming audio. So what we can do is have a, now a wireless thermometer and hygrometer that gives you quite a bit of distance. So, you know, um, obviously distance and obstacles can change how well you get reception, but it does mean that it's the kind of thing that, you know, you could have reading from anywhere around your house to your phone directly using your phone's Bluetooth. Yeah, That's without having to be there yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, there's definitely some more deep... Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can use it, but at its base, it's, you know, it's this wireless Bluetooth thermometer and, and hygrometer for measuring temperature and humidity. And, you know, you guys have a few of them out there, but it's like a lot of things you'd see today. It's small and it's plastic and it's got some electronic components inside it, but it's also, you know, easy to, ta you know, connect to something with like a wire tie or whatever. So, you know, we, when we came up with it, we had a whole range of different ideas for where it could be used. But among, you know, and among them was, you know, a lot of dog owners said, hey, I 
could use this in any range of different or any number of different uh, applications for my dogs. You know, some of them are just a crate at the house, but others have kennels and, you know, other things where they, uh, you know, they really want to know what's going on either to be alerted that, hey, something's gotten too cold or it's gotten too hot, or they want to get a sense over time, you know, because it'll record the data over time. And that's just something a lot of thermometers that we've all had for years that maybe you can watch and get a sense of it's too hot or too cold. But that doesn't let you know what happened while you were gone all day. It doesn't let you know what happened over the course of a month or, you know, and uh, depending on what you're, you're interested in knowing with your animal, uh, it definitely uh, it definitely offers a whole range of measurement capabilities that were a lot harder to come by before something was wireless and, you know, digital. 100%. And the price point of it is amazing, guys. I mean, the product, there's nothing like it on the market for us dog owners um, that does what it does for the price point you can get it at. Yeah. So, Jonathan, how long did you develop it yourself with your partner? And what gave you the idea to get involved in this particular product? Well, we'd had um, uh, a a design and engineering consultancy for 10 years before we started doing this. And we did every imaginable kind of creative project and something came along that made us start to use Bluetooth for things. And we realized, you know what, you could easily have, you know, a temperature or thermometer on one of these, you could easily measure humidity with it. And my studio and business partner had a project where he was reinsulating his attic. And then I have a collection of small collection of guitars that, you know, are they're sent, they're made out of wood. They're sensitive sure. to dry in winter. So we both had these two projects that we realized, wow, the same product can help with these two very different things. I bet there's other stuff, which of course there was. So we decided to fashion it into a product and, and, uh, uh make it, you know, available on Amazon. Uh, and it really, uh, it took off and people found a lot of uses for it that we would never have imagined, you know, from, cigars uh, to um, which maybe that was a little bit more obvious but it certainly was not clear to us that people would be using this in chicken coops yeah and you know when they were drawing concrete for a project or you know all kinds of gun safes i mean every all you know every imaginable kind of use so yeah well i was uh, mentioning before you came on uh, a few years back marijuana became legal in massachusetts where we are so I decided yeah. to get a grow tent and, and grow a few plants. And uh, having never done it before, temperature and humidity play a major part in that whole development of growing a plant. And I had the Bluetooth. Yeah, really. I had sensor push in there, and it was great because humidity was a, even a bigger issue than, um, than the heat because you're watering them, and it's evaporating all the time, and you don't want this buildup of humidity. So it was really helpful to me to be able to monitor that stuff, you know? Oh, I do very much so. In fact, it's a, it is a large community that we hear from all the time for, you know, very much that scenario. It's not some large, although sometimes it is a large operation who wants to outfit their stuff with gear. Lots sure. of times it's someone with one grow tent or one, right. you know, something, <laughs> something not any larger really than a dog grade for a big dog, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so the, the, it, it's, you know, it's not a surprise. I'm, I, you know, I've heard, definitely heard that from a number of people. We had to buy a sensor push for each tent. So then, because we already had a sensor push in each kennel room and we just had sensor pushes everywhere. <laughs> the labeling of sensor pushes at that time was very important. And that was our main use of the product is when we had our import person uh, board and train kennel, 
we would have, you know, if you have 10 dogs in a room or whatever, and it's a hundred degrees, like if that air conditioner goes out, you don't have a lot of time, you know? So we would have each individual sensor push in all the different dog rooms. And if we went out to lunch or something, we had another product that you carry in addition to the sensor push to make sure our phones would alert us. And I mean, there was just nothing that would keep our peace of mind um, at bay any more than the sensor push. And we just have used it religiously for years and years and years. So can you explain to us a little bit about the difference between the sensor push that we're all holding up and then this larger thing that I also have that's the gateway? Yeah. Um, and I'm really perfect timing on that. Cause I was, um, about to bring that up too. the, um, the, this is, this product is, uh, the HT one. So it's you know, humidity temperature one. It's, uh, it's the product that you could use either by itself or, uh, you know, just to do work with Bluetooth in your phone or the other product, which is the G one Wi-Fi gateway. And what that acts as is like a hub that'll relay the data from the sensor to the internet. So, you know, if you just want to use the sensor, if you just want to monitor things around your house, you know, this thing works great for just that. But once you'd leave, it would cut off because it's like any Bluetooth. It's just only going to go so far. So the the, the G1 Wi-Fi hub will kind of take the place of your phone. It'll stay in the house or it'll stay in your boat or your van or whatever it is, wherever you barn, wherever you have it. And it will know I need to, you know, listen for the signals and read the temperature and humidity for whatever sensors are on your account and then send them to your phone. So if you set an alert, like I want to know if it goes above 85 degrees, the sensors read every minute, the gateway picks them up on that same roughly every minute. And it, if it sees that it's gone above or below some setting that you, you know, want to know about, ping it, it'll send you a push notification. And the cool thing is actually is, you know, for for example, you know, you both may want to monitor that same account, those same dog crates or the same collect, whatever you want to, you're monitoring, but you both may want to do it. You can both log in onto your separate devices simultaneously and both get alerts. Yeah. It's not like one person has the account and they've got it on their phone and that's it. You could have, you know, four or five people monitoring. And that's big for like small businesses. Like we actually have a lot of vet clinics. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Where the techs can all have it and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And so, and sometimes they'll have mobile units and their vans will have it. And the the vans come and go and they come in contact with the gateway periodically. And everyone knows about their medications and their freezers or whatever. But yeah, it it definitely, uh, the gateway makes a big difference. Um, You don't need like one gateway to one sensor the um the relationship is you know usually that someone has uh they have one sensor or two sensors or three sensors with one gateway you would only need additional gateways if you had a larger area that you were monitoring yeah right and the bluetooth i think it still records the information though right if i remember correctly even though you don't have um yeah so that's the thing guys if you're gonna be away from the house and you're gonna be needing to know what the temperature is at home while you're away from the home, if it's a warm day or cold day or something else, this gateway is important because you need it to run through Wi-Fi. And what's happened with this podcast, which is super cool, and I'm super gracious of Jonathan for this, is he's actually sent us a brand new sensor push and a brand new gateway. So as when this episode airs for the next two weeks, you guys have the ability to go on that Facebook um, link that you always get through our Canine Healing page, comment, like, and share this episode. And then two weeks later on our April 1st podcast, we're going to announce that winner. And I specifically am going to ship both products right to your door. So your dog's going to be all set up 
no matter if you just need the Bluetooth capability or if you want the Wi-Fi capability. And we used just Bluetooth for a really long time. And even when Scott was growing, it was funny because we could, from our bedroom to our barn, he could like hold the phone up and the Bluetooth would still reach. He didn't get to steal the gateway, even though he stole a bunch of sensor pushes. But the gateway at the kennel was still very useful for the times that we weren't there and everything else. And as much as it seems like, oh, it doesn't necessarily matter, it's a great product for if you're out and you're having lunch with you know your spouse or whatever, and it's that in-between time between spring and summer, and they, the policeman shows up, oh, there's a dog in the car. You can walk out, hold your phone up, and say, yeah, and it was 57 degrees in the car. I have something here monitoring it, and it's connecting through Bluetooth, and the dog's fine, so everybody can just simmer down. Yeah, with the car and the restaurants, uh, we relied on the Bluetooth, so we'd park the car as yeah, close, close as we could to the yeah. restaurant, get a window seat so that we could make sure that the Bluetooth was working, and it did more often than yeah, not. Yeah, but the gateway was a game changer for us, and as Jonathan mentioned, you can have more than one user on there um, to see the gateway at the same time. So for different employees, if both spouses want to see it and everything else. And the humidity isn't as big of a deal um, for dog owners normally. You know, the cigar humidors obviously are a bigger deal and the marijuana grow tents, the humidity is important. But this temperature stuff, I mean, it, it can happen in a matter of 10 minutes in a car where, yeah. you know, it's a little bit warm out and people don't realize how quickly dogs can get hot and how quickly they can overheat and everything else. So it's definitely been um, a lifesaver and a piece of mind for us because one fuse goes out with air conditioners, you know, we need to scoot back and get back there within five to 10 minutes to get everything up and running again. In oh. fact, a really good, let me add one thing to that, you know, uh, that um, if the gateway loses connection to the internet, you'll, it, it has its own capability of sending you an alert as well. So it yeah. is the, obviously the alert of the high and the low, but in other words, if your power goes out or if your internet service gets cut off or whatever, for more than an hour, it's going to tell you, Hey, listen, we want to get sure on it. Yeah. We know we haven't heard from it. So that's really useful in a, in a scenario where you're going to be gone for, you know, a, a while and you, you know, you don't necessarily look at your phone all the time or you don't necessarily even uh, some people don't even have the alerts on, but at least you'll know that, hey, we've lost connectivity. Yeah, there's a disconnect. Yeah. And that's the thing. So this connects to a phone. Um, you have an app on your phone and then those alerts, like we were saying, go right to the phone. And it's a pretty user-friendly um, connection. A lot of times people think, well, I'm not techy enough and it's pretty hard. Like literally this thing just travels um, around the app. The app moves a little bit and you just connect it through the phone and a little bit of movement, and then you're all paired and you're all synced for life. So yeah. it's really convenient. If you can't do it, I'm sure one of your children can do it for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and we're also, we also, um, if anyone ever has an issue, we have a help link on our website that is one of the members of the engineering team will always get back to you within 24 hours uh, if you contact that. And it's going to be someone like me or one of the others who have actually built a piece of the technology, written some of the code, are very, very familiar with it. So, uh, you know, always reach out if there's an issue, whether it's with setup or you've had it for a year and you want to ask questions about it, it doesn't matter, just reach out. Yeah, definitely. And then um, we talked a little bit about the benefit of dog owners using Sensor Push. And you said you have a wide variety of clients. Who do you think your biggest client is with the Sensor Push? Is it the marijuana growers or who is it? You know, honestly, uh, there isn't a majority customer. It's not like, hey, we get our 51% of our business from one area. We just have a lot of big ones. Dogs are certainly, we have plenty of dogs, everything from, like I said, vets to regular pet owners to people who are in fly ball tournaments to canine units. Even groomers. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, but it, 
like I said, it's a lot of other things. But orchid growers and you know a, a long, an incredibly long list of stuff. So um, <clears throat> there isn't, like I said, there isn't a majority group, but certainly marijuana growers and pet owners and um, yep. a lot Which, of kitchens. Here you are. Here we are. That's why we love you. <laughs> um, Jess, do I get a question? Oh yeah. All right. Ed's wanting to step up here. Our producer has a question. What's up, Ed? Sure. All right. So the the gateway is also then. Bluetooth enabled? In other words, does the sensor push connect via Bluetooth to the gateway and then out to the internet? Yes. I'm glad you asked that question because there's a very deliberate reason for that. Um, yeah. So the, so the gateway has both Wi-Fi or both internet capabilities because you can also plug it in with Ethernet. You don't need to use its Wi-Fi. Right. But, but like you said, it, it listens. The sensor is always using Bluetooth. The gateway has Bluetooth on it, and it'll pick up the signals. Uh, and so then whether using Ethernet or Wi-Fi, it'll relay them to the Internet and do so, that. So with the, 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 the same sensor, I, I can uh, connect via my phone, and the gateway will also connect to that sensor? Exactly. Perfect. In fact, if you, if you ever take your, your sensor out of range of the gateway, you can change the app to also use its Bluetooth as well, so you can kind of have it like on your person or whatever right. if you're out of range of the gateway, and it'll still work. I better make sure I take these boxes with me so that the comment, like, and share. Ed, Ed's eyeing them. He's going to be one of my first shares, I think. I could use those no. for my humidor. I know. They're great. I'm telling you. And the price point, what does it retail for? Just, I mean, I know we're going to be giving in one away US, here. Yeah, in the U.S., it's $49.99. No, I mean, it's so try, affordable. Yeah, we try to be consistent around the world, too. You know, for anyone else, it's, you know, that plus import, and usually that's about it. But one thing I should add about the Bluetooth, because we're asked about this from time to time, is why is there not Wi-Fi actually built into the device itself? And, you know, Wi-Fi, part of the reason is that Wi-Fi uh, hardware itself, the electronics would be a little bit more expensive, so it would raise the cost of the device. But the biggest reason is Wi-Fi, if Wi-Fi was on board this, it would take a lot more power. So the batteries, you just crank through them yeah. really fast. This allows the battery to last one to two years. Yeah. So, in fact, in some of the, you know, other things that we've been sort of researching with new prototypes and stuff, we'll probably have batteries last longer than that even. Yeah, I've replaced the batteries in ours uh, at least once, probably twice. So, um, they do last a long time. It's nice that you can actually replace them. It's yeah, not you the don't type just of have to you... buy another right. one. Yeah. And then, um, that was just the sensor push. So, that retails for under 50 bucks. And then, what is the gateway? It was over 100, I think, right? It's right at 100. It's 99 yeah. Uh, 95. Yeah, but so, it's not a monthly fee. So it's a one time, all of the cloud service stuff is included in that purchase price. So there's not like a recurring payment or anything like that for the gateway. And so on the batteries, these are nice, like a, nice, easy ones to yeah. find, like a 2032 like or something. Just a flat watch battery type thing. Yeah. Slides they're right not, in there. They're not often in brick and mortar stores. You would, okay. you would want to get them online. And there's a lot of good places where you can get them. Like one of the places we recommend is a, an electronics company called DigiKey. And there's another one called Mouser Electronics, and they're great because they're going to have they're always going to have fresh batteries. Uh, it's a CR twenty four seventy seven coin cell battery, okay. uh, which so again, if you try to go to CVS, they're probably not going to have it. If you went to Lowe's, I don't really know, or Home Depot, one of those kinds of places, they may or may not. But but there's lots of places online that have it. So you know, your first stop should just go online with one of those vendors I mentioned. And I think there's even a fax question on your site about batteries mm -hmm. and everything too, if people are curious. Right? Is, yeah. yeah. So where is the best place for people to go and order a sensor push for those who are listening? Cause we're only going to have one winner. Of yeah. Do you guys retail or are you going everything through Amazon? 
Everything is through Amazon. We do have some some brick and mortar stores that are sort of independent shops that will occasionally buy, or actually more and more all the time that they'll buy in bulk and they resell, but they're not. It's not like a consistent pattern. Uh, right. It's almost everything's on Amazon. Yeah, and with Prime um, now, you can get this whole problem fixed within a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's great. I'm, I love Amazon. That I'm was, all about it. That was it. the old Prime. The new Prime. <laughs> yeah, the new Prime's about seven to ten. Yeah, the new Prime's right. a little different. Prime around Christmas is about oh, a month. Then, I, then I have one more question. All right, Ed. I, I'm full yeah. of questions. All right. Once we get to technology. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, does the app give you any battery indicator on the sensors? Yeah. When the battery gets low, when it drops down to, uh, I think it's two point three volts, it uh, there's a, 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 a the, the words low battery or would appear next to the sensor's name. So I got plenty of time yeah. to get the new battery. That is very concerned that the humidor <laughs> and the cigars, if the battery's dying, he doesn't want it to be dead for a half hour here. He needs yeah, to make right, sure right, he's right. got it all covered. And then um, tell us a little bit about uh, some new products that you guys may be developing or something maybe coming up in the future of the company for Sensor Push. Yeah, we uh, we've got some new sensors that we're working on. Uh, we decided to approach this. Uh, where the hardware on the inside, the internal components are a little bit more of a platform that we can, you know, change some things out and then have it be the basis for a whole series of different sensors. So um, we're finishing the first production run uh, uh, for the uh, new units in the next stretch of, you know, three to six weeks or whatever. We're modifying the app, but we've got, uh, uh, you know, a, a few new sensors that probably be available by the end of this year. And so what this does is, among other things, you know, it'll work with the same gateways. It'll And the old gateways will work with the, or the old sensors will work. Everything will be compatible. So if you already have gear or whatever, and you wanted to add one of the newer devices, all your old gear will work. You probably need to update the app, but it's a free app, so it's not a big deal. Um, That's a di- but, different uh, approach than Apple. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, if you need anybody to come and test market the new stuff, we might be able to get Ed down there for a long weekend in New York. He's very excited yeah, no, about the product. Do. You know, I, um, we're always looking for people. To, I'm a, to I'm a great tester. <laughs> well, Jonathan, we cut you off there, but go ahead and continue what you were saying because you didn't get a chance to finish. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I mean, that was basically, there's not a, a we're not sort of being close to the vest for any sort of, uh, um, you know, stealthful strategic corporate uh, reasons. We're, um, we're trying to just sort of work out what the best order for the the first new series of products can be. Cause like I said, it's a platform now that that's done. It's not that difficult for us to add the one or two components that'll differentiate it from one kind of a sensor to another, but the kinds of things we're looking into are pressure, other types of temperature and humidity sensors, sensors, possibly with probes on them. Um, maybe air quality, although we're not really sure yet, you know, but things that you would imagine would be, uh, a lot of next, um, yeah. The barometric barometric pressure would be interesting because I uh, I wake up and my attitude is determined <laughs> by barometric <laughs> pressure quite often. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. can cross reference his uh, sinus headaches with the sensor push, maybe. Sure. But no, seriously, guys. I mean, this is one hundred and fifty dollars worth of product. Again, I thank Jonathan so much for sharing it with us. So from today for the next two weeks, we have this available for the comment, like, and share. And then two weeks from now on our April 1st podcast, uh, the winner is going to be announced. And I highly recommend 
Even if uh, you don't become part of this giveaway online, I would highly recommend going to Amazon and ordering them. And heck, maybe when this podcast comes out, we might just sell Amazon right out because I really have not seen a better product for a multitude of things at this price point in decades. I mean, it's just, it's really been a game changer for us in multiple different areas of our life. Yeah. I had a quick question before we, could be a big question, but I was just <laughs> Here we go. interested before we hang up with you. Uh, have you got involved in the commercial transportation of uh, pharmaceuticals at all? Um, you know, it's, we, it's the kind of thing people have asked us about. A lot of people want to try to develop either services around that kind of stuff or they want to move things around and they want to know what happened while it was out. Because, you know, the sensor stores data for 20 days. Yeah. Right. So this gives them the opportunity that, hey, the, the three days that it was in flight or the five days it was on a truck, what happened? You know, and this would let them know what happened minute by minute. It can void, void warranties so, on medications and things like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's a very, you know, that's a really, uh, your intuition's correct. That, you know, that's certainly something people are interested in. And, you know, we always want to talk to people about that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Okay. That sounds right, good. Great. Any other questions? No, you? you guys uh, are going to have a link to the Sensor Push website here in the bottom of this podcast. Uh, don't forget about the comment, like, and share. I will put that in the notes, too, uh, to make that known. And we all know that I'm pretty viral on Facebook. So I'll make sure everybody knows. And uh, if you need anything from us directly, you can email us at studio at the corky dog.com. Jonathan, again, thank you so, yeah, so much thanks, for Jonathan. joining oh, us. Yeah, no problem. And uh, Great talking with you. keep it quirky guys. <laughs> Does your dog seem anxious? Would you like your dog to relax? Do you want to feel more in control? Would you like your dog to cooperate? HowToCalmYourCanine.com That's HowToCalmYourCanine.com The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.